Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, The Department of Rational Thought. I want to start a new government department, a cabinet-level department. And this may seem a little strange coming from me because I'm always talking about less government, smaller government. Why do we need a new government department? Well, this particular department will go a long way toward not only keeping government from getting a lot bigger, but also toward making it smaller. This will be the Department of Rational Thought. And I, of course, will be the Secretary of Rational Thought in the Presidential Cabinet. Of course, I'm going to need some advisors. My advisors will be Penn Jillette, John Stewart, John Stossel, P.J. O'Rourke, and the ghosts of George Carlin and Bill Hicks. Of course, being that this is the Department of Rational Thought, we don't actually believe in ghosts, but we can do things in their spirit. What would George do? What would Bill do? Now, I don't agree with all those people all the time, which of course is one of the reasons that I'd pick them. You don't want to surround yourself with yes-men. That doesn't accomplish anything. You can't learn anything from them. But I think it's interesting to note that on that list, most all of those people, with the exception of John Stossel, are comics. Comics are our new philosophers, because good comedy is based on truth. And if you want to learn what's really going on, the best way to do it is to spend some time listening to some of the better comics. They've got a much better handle on things than most so-called journalists. Now, this department is going to have a staff of probably about 100 people, and we'll have nice offices, and the parking lot will be full of cars displaying Ron Paul bumper stickers and Gadsden flags, I'm sure. And our job is going to be to review every new law and every new rule and regulation put out by any government agency. And those laws will have to come through us, and they'll get rubber stamped. Every employee is going to have five rubber stamps. The first rubber stamp will say, rejected too long. Anything that comes, or almost anything that comes, across our desks that's more than 10 pages long gets this rubber stamp. Sorry, we're not going to look at a 1,000-page bill. We're not going to look at a 500-page bill. Get it down to 10 pages. If it's 11 pages, we might let it go. And of course, there will be some exceptions. Obviously, you can't have something like the national budget done in 10 pages. But for the most part, 10 pages... That's it. The second rubber stamp that we have, and that one is going to get worn out rather quickly, so I'm going to order 200 of these so that I have replacements in the supply cabinet, is a stamp that says, Unconstitutional. Oh, we have here a rule and a regulation on thus and such. Uh, is that authorized in the Constitution? Nope. Boom. Sorry. Can't do it. Unconstitutional. The next one will just say irrational for ideas that just don't make a whole lot of sense. And then we'll have one that says 
stupid, for the ones that are really stupid, not just irrational, but boy, this is just a really dumb idea. And then the least used stamp, in fact, I can probably just buy like 10 of these and and all the employees can share them, will be one that says, okay. Now, the Constitution does not allow us to reject all these things and say, oh, well, you can't pass this law, the president can't sign this law, or the regulatory agency can't do this. But these determinations are all going to be made public on a website. So if something gets passed that's blatantly unconstitutional, or something that's been stamped stupid, everybody's going to know about it. Now, I'm going to have about 90 people working on these rules and regulations, which really isn't enough. Things are going to get backed up, which is actually kind of good. Gridlock is probably the best thing that can happen to us in this country. It's probably the only reason that we're not a complete tyranny yet. And the other 10 people are going to belong to the Department of Eradication, a department within the department. And their job is going to be to look at government agencies of all sorts and sizes and determine which ones can be closed down and which ones can be pared down. Now, the first week is going to be real easy. You've heard me rallying against this before. The Department of Education is totally unnecessary, totally useless. If anything, it impedes education across the country. And we get rid of it. That's $80 billion a year we just saved. And that's going to more than cover the budget for the Department of Rational Thought. The EEOC, gone. We don't need them. And not only do they cost us a fair amount of tax money, but even worse, they cost business people billions of dollars a year to deal with their nonsense. So we're going to get rid of them. We're also going to look at departments that we probably need, but see how much we can pare them down. For instance, let's take a look at the Department of Agriculture. I went out to try and see how many farms there are in America, and it comes out at a little over 2 million. But the Department of Agriculture counts anyone who sells over $1,000 a year in farm products as a working farm, which means that some 4-H projects are actually qualified as farms. There are hobby farms. There are all kinds of these little tiny, you know, a little organic farm that maybe sells 30 grand worth of stuff. If, as a cutoff point, you say, okay, we're only going to count it as a farm if it has an income of $50,000 a year or more, you end up with about a half a million farms in the United States. There are 144,000 employees in the Department of Agriculture for 500,000 farms. Is that a little excessive? Think maybe we can get rid of some of those folks? Like maybe 75% of them? Now, I'm sure that there are some things that you need. For instance, I don't think we'd want to shut down meat inspection. So that's a piece of the Department of Ag that we would keep. And there's a lot of other things, I'm sure. We're not going to just take meat cleavers to everything. We're going to slice and dice and pare things down and get them as small as they can. So even if we don't eliminate the Department of Agriculture, if we can cut the Department of Agriculture down to 50,000 employees or 25,000 employees, we've just saved a whole lot of money. And we didn't just save it for this year, folks. We saved it for 
this year and next year and next year and so on. So the next time that you see some new government agency being proposed, instead, write your Congress weasel and tell them first, put in the Department of Rational Thought. Because folks, isn't it about time? And that's it for this episode of the Quick Hits Podcast. If you've learned a little something, if you've changed your mind, or even if you can just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations. You've been smartenized. A lot of folks write and they say, hey, here's a good idea for a podcast. And I hardly ever actually do a podcast based on that, but a lot of times the conversation will inspire something in another direction, so it's really handy. But in this particular case, somebody wrote and suggested the Department of Rational Thought, and I thought, oh, that'd be a great show, and I'd love to give that person credit. However, I can't find the email that they sent. I've got, you know, 7,000 emails in my Gmail account. And I looked through it and I searched and I just can't find it. So whoever it was that wrote, it was probably about six months ago and said, hey, we should have a a Department of Rational Thought. Send me an email and I'll give you the appropriate credit in the next show. I had really hoped to be able to keep doing the Quick Hits podcast with my grueling schedule of two shows a month. But Blood Witness has just been taking up way too much time. In fact, as soon as I'm done with this show, I immediately have to record this week's Blood Witness. So I'm not going to be getting back to the semi-regular schedule for the Quick Hits podcast until Blood Witness is finished, which is uh, probably six to eight weeks out. Uh, I'm not really sure because you don't exactly know how long an episode is going to go or how many chapters, but eh, probably about six to eight weeks. If you're not listening to Blood Witness, why not? Go to bloodwitness.com. You'll find it there. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it through patio books. You can get a a straight RSS feed. And it's just a whole lot of fun. I had a lot of fun writing it. I'm having fun doing the recording of it. And it's a show that I think that you'll enjoy. It's very different from Quick Hits. It is a work of fiction, a vampire story. Lots of blood and gore, some explicit sex in there for you. Check it out and... See what you think. It costs exactly the same amount as the Quick Hits podcast. It's available for free. Also, the Smartnizer, the little newsletter that I had been sending out, has also taken a hit because of Blood Witness. And that's, again, it's not going to be until Blood Witness gets done that I can get back into a little more of my regular routine and be able to start putting that thing out every couple of weeks. You know I always love hearing from you. Hitman at DaveHit.com. Go to DaveHit.com. Spell with two T's and you'll find my email address all over the place. You can check out the blog. You can check out all kinds of things on there. I've got stuff going back to 1999. So stop by there and take a look. And never forget that the Quick Hits Podcast is little more than a journal of one man's opinion. And therefore should not be taken too seriously.